I just want to remind everybody that a majority of these shows are dumb birthday games with the occasional Norm Nathan show mixed in. The Vault generously offers up what it feels like, and we go from there. Speaking of dumb birthday games, this one is from February 4th, 1995. The title, Romancing the Phone. Our players, Joan from Tewksbury, who wrote on the cassette that she couldn't believe she didn't say hi to Jack. Stacy from Rochester, New Hampshire, but working in Tewksbury. Irene from Enfield, Connecticut, on the world's worst phone. Mark in Hyde Park, Jim Cormier producing and playing in studio, and Jack Hart in traffic. The birthdays, Ida Lupino, Dan Quayle, Alice Cooper, Clint Black, Lisa Eichhorn, Betty Friedan, Conrad Bain, Eric Leinsdorf, and Rosa Parks. Episode 174, Romancing the Phone, rings its way to your ears now. Yeah, just hang in there and I'll do the best I can to take care of you probably this weekend. And won't that be just so nice. Okay, let's see what we got on the panel today. We got Joan, who's up in Tewksbury. Nice to talk with you again, Joan. Hi, Norm. Hello. How do you feel? Better. I feel much you, better. You yeah, sound I, much better. Yeah, no, I, I really feel a great deal better. Thank you. Do you know Stacy from Tewksbury? No. Stacy? How you doing? Okay, you don't know Joan either? You both live in the same town. No, 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 I'm no, not from here. I just work here. Oh, I see. You don't live in Tuxedo. No, I'm from Rochester, New Hampshire. Oh, that's right, too. That's right. You mentioned that, that you were going to stay there over the next day or so. Oh, I'm going to be here right through Monday morning. Okay, maybe, Joan, you can bring him a cup or something. <laughs> maybe I'll be snowed in. I, I, yeah, I think that's the problem why Stacy's not going back to Rochester. Yeah, yeah. Okay. That's, that's all right. I, I enjoy a day of being snowed in. Me, too. Yeah. We have Irene. Is this Irene from Enfield, Connecticut? That's the one. The way you've been, I haven't talked to you. I've been on the coast. I came back last weekend and found that things haven't changed any, and I'm so happy about it. Yeah, your phone hasn't gotten any better either. Oh, come on, don't start on me now. No, no, no. I'm so nice to you, and you always trust me. No, no, no. I mean, your phone always says you've always had this this crackly line that is really totally distorted, and, and you're back all this time later, and the phone still sounds rotten. Why is that? Oh, come on. I don't know. Somebody up there doesn't like me. No, I mean, I, I'm not trying to pick on you. It's just that it becomes very irritable for people trying to listen and hearing the, this terrible quality. I won't, I won't say much. Okay. I can't, I can't believe how bad it is. Uh, anyway, here's Mark, who is in Hyde Park. Hi, Mark. How you doing, Norm? See how much clearer that is? Isn't that nice? Yeah. Last time that we had a discussion, a friend of mine talked to you from the same town, and Harris was all static, too, so I can understand why it's here. Oh, from the same town of Enfield? No, 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 no. Oh, from Hyde Park? Yes, and Harris was all static, too. Yeah. Well, sometimes people have chintzy phones or something. Yeah, I know, you know, they, you know the dollar ninety-nine jobs. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what that is. No, I, I, I don't think Irene has that kind of a phone. No. It's just that every time she calls, it's really hard to understand. Anyway, Jim Cormier uh, is here, and he's uh, with the WBZ uh, producer. He's a BZ producer. I'm trying to say that like it's a terribly important position. (laughs) How you doing, Jim? Well, hold on just a minute. I I feel I have a... Oh, there you go. Okay. There I am. Okay, good. And we also have... uh, Let's see. We have... uh, Oh, Jack. Jack Hart is with us. Hi, Jack. How are you? 
I'm okay, thank you. How are you doing, big guy? I'm doing pretty well. You know, last Saturday night, I, I got out of work, and I was uh, heading out to look for us uh, out with a, with a delightful young woman, and I was looking for something different and, and interesting and fun to do. I went to see Linda Chase and had more fun than you can shake a stick at. Oh, where were you? At the, at the Kent House? Uh, the Kent yeah, Steakhouse? Kent, Kent Steakhouse. Up on Route 9. Mm -hmm. Oh, good. Tell me about that. Oh, we had a lot of fun. You know, I mean, uh, Linda does a great show, a little cabaret kind of a thing, and people were getting up and singing and so forth. I got up and played the piano and sang. But uh, I didn't know you played piano, too. Yeah, bit, no yeah. kidding, yeah. And uh, just had uh, had more laughs and had more fun, and you know the the, the night out with the, with this uh, particular young lady, it, it just made it all the more delightful. And that she must have been terribly impressed. You knew the featured entertainer of the night and everything. Well, I mean, you know, of course, you were the featured uh, person here. So there you go. Thank you yeah, now Linda's Linda's very talented. For people who are wondering who we're talking about, although I can't imagine why you would, because she's the Linda's the one who does all our theme music. Nathan, all that kind of stuff. Yeah, she does a very fun, uh, very fun thing out there. Yeah, she's. I, I think she's extremely talented. Anyway, it's good to have you back with us, uh, Big Jack, and uh, playing the dumb birthday game. A lot of interesting people born today, including Ida Lupino. I don't know how many young people remember Ida Lupino. She's done a lot of movies in the past. Uh, What's that? She's an English girl. Came over here to go into the movies. That's right. She was born in England. She oh. appeared in many movies. She oh. was ma she was married to actor Howard Duff at one time. I think she directed later in her life, didn't she? I don't know. This uh, little sketch about her is really very thin. Uh, I think she died. No, she did not. I don't believe so. I think so. Yeah, maybe wrong now, but I believe she died. Howard Duff is a woman. Maybe she went into directing. Yeah, well, she, she could have died with it because this book came out and was probably going to press probably around last September or something. She could have died between then and now, I suppose. I'm not aware of that, but that's possible. Anyway, let's guess her age anyhow. And we'll eliminate her next year. <laughs> I don't mean to be that, that ca casual about it. Joan, what do you think? You know who Ida Lupino oh, is? Oh, yeah. Um, okay. Uh, let me see. She's got to be in her 80s. Anyway, um, why not 81? Why not? Why not? Okay, and uh, what do you think, Stacy? Uh, let's see, uh, 83. Okay, what do you think, Irene? Make it wrong, 80. <coughs> Mark? I'd say 81. Okay, Jim? I'll say, uh, 78. Okay, and Jack? Seventy-nine. Oh. Seventy-nine, okay. Actually, she's 77, uh, well, at least she would be, 77 years old today. And uh, that means that Jim Cormier, who said 78, came the closest. Okay, how about David Brenner? David shows up on a lot of TV shows He's with his tape recorder, because he's got a radio show. I don't know that we carry that in this area that I'm aware of. He took over, uh, what's his name, Larry King show, didn't he? Oh, did he? The radio show. I, I thought that was a uh, Jim Bohannon. No, well, Jim Bohannon well, took over the o the overnight show. He's yeah. got a a show. I think that runs in the afternoon for about three hours, three to six, and is syndicated also. Hmm. And uh, he goes he goes on other shows and and tape records interviews with the people who are interviewing him. 
among other things. Sounds like an interesting program, but we don't get a chance to see it. He's made over 150 appearances on the uh, Tonight Show as host and as a guest. And uh, anyway, David Brennan, been around for a while. And we'll start with you, Jack. How old? Hmm, 53. Okay, 53. Jim? Uh, 65. Okay, Mark, what do you say? I'd say 49. Okay, Irene? 52. Irene says 52. Stacy? I'm going to say 53. You're gonna say fifty that sounded like your imitation of John Wayne. Oh, oh, oh. Oh, oh. Let's get all the <laughs> David Brenners in our circle and uh, hitch up the horses and get out of here. Anyway, Joan, what do you think? About sixty. Sixty, okay. He's actually he's fifty. Well, fifty, and he's just 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 a big five O and Mark yeah. uh, said fifth forty nine. Yeah. So Mark is the. I can't close. <laughs> okay, uh, Dan. Today is Dan Quayle's birthday. Also, you perhaps remember Dan. He used to be the vice president of a large uh, Western country. Who still can't spell potato? That's the fella from Indianapolis, Indiana. At least born there. The forty-fourth U.S. vice president wrote, "Standing firm." A book, I imagine, that uh, is well worth reading and could change your life. <laughs> a book on the footwear industry. <laughs> I don't think yeah. so. Standing from, could be that or it could be kind of a sexual thing, yeah, depending on how you want to look at it. It's a bit Now he's, he's uh, talking about the possibility of running for president. Oh, God. You know, it's amazing. A man from Indianapolis, Indiana. You know, you kind of have to, you, you almost have to be a good speller to live in that town. <laughs> you know? <laughs> I suppose, but if you forget, but but you don't have to. You only have to spell like once, like Indiana, and then just add Apolis. Well, I suppose. Yeah, I mean it's easier than like if he were born in. Uh, I'm trying to think of someplace else in Indiana. Saskatchewan. Uh, yeah. Saskatchewan. Yeah, I mean that would be different. Uh, okay. Anyway, Dan Quayle. And now we've uh, taken him through the colds, and people say. He's going to run for president, isn't he? We kind of think of him as used merchandise from another era. Uh, <laughs> I don't know how much of a chance he has, but... Well, you know, that Quail is a game fella. Quail <laughs> is a game fella. That's just that's a good. That's it. Okay, uh, Irene, well, how old do you think Dan Quail is today? Huh? What? Apple Valley. No, yeah, what? I didn't, I didn't quite follow that. Okay, 49. Forty-nine. Okay. Is there anything you could do with that phone, really? Because it's really, it's really maddening. Does anybody else say that when they talk to you on the phone? No, nobody else objects to you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Maybe there's something that I don't know. You can hear all the other lines here, and they're all razor sharp, clear. And yours has always been like that. It's been maddening. Anyway, Joan, what do you think? Um, forty-eight. Okay, and Jack? Hmm, 51. Mark? Uh, I'd say 52. Okay, what do you think, Stacy? Uh, I'm going to say 49. Okay, what do you think, Jim? Uh, 47. Okay, he's 40. 
eight is correct, and that means Joan in Tewksbury has that run. So we have Jim, Mark, and Joan all have won one apiece, and it's also it's Alice Cooper's birthday today. Alice Cooper was born February 4th. Uh, the rock performer, born Vincent Damon Furnier in Detroit, Michigan. His biggest hit was Schools Out in 1972. I didn't realize he'd been around that long. Uh, he appeared in uh, Wayne's World. His name is derived from a 16th century witch. And the 16th century witch was named, well, you know, because the rest is history. Anyway, Alice Cooper. How much of a gimmick can you have where you take a name like Alice Cooper... I suppose the same thing, you know, taking it in like Sting. Do, do you think we've gotten past that really cutesy era in music where you have to have cutesy names like that? My God, no. I hope so. No, no, no. Look at Prince. He doesn't have a name anymore. No, no I mean, isn't it's a symbol. symbol. Hey, I know symbol. that. Isn't, isn't that a little much, though, Prince, really? Yeah. I mean, oh, isn't yeah. that a little too cutesy, really? <laughs> I mean, come on, give me a break. Absolutely. I mean, I mean, we're past that. That's okay for 12-year-old kids. <laughs> but for grown-up singers, you know, enough is enough. Well, whoever said Prince got past puberty. Well, well I mean, every, a lot of people respect the kind of stuff he's written. I hear people say, boy, the stuff he's done, he's such a great, all that kind of stuff. Does he have to be that cute? He's got a symbol for a name that nobody can say. Well, so everybody says he used to be Prince. So, you know, I'm, so be Prince. Now, even Prince is a little too cute, well, isn't Prince, it? Prince is his real name. Is, is, it, is, is it really? Prince something Nelson. Prince something Prince Nelson? Parents named him. Is that right? Yeah. Look, I'm looking that up right this moment because... You can tell I don't trust you very far, Jack. <laughs> no, you're probably quite correct. Um, let me see if I have information. This is totally going off the off the wrong end. Uh, Prince. Okay, he was born January seventh. Let's let's see what what his name his name is. Recently celebrating a birthday. Yeah, Prince. See. Prince. Uh, I, th I think I looked up the wrong date. I think. Well, I won't look it. I'll look it up later. No, I think they, I think I was wrong on that. Anyway, let's go to uh, Alice Cooper, which is the fellow we were talking about originally. And uh, we'll start with you, Jim. How old do you think Alice Cooper is? Uh, 45. 45. Okay, and uh, Stacy? 43. What do you think, Joan? 46. Okay, and uh, Mark? I'd say 46. 47. And Jack? 52. Jack says 52. And Irene? I'll go with 52. 52. Okay. Alice Cooper's 47. That's what Mark said. That's right. So Mark has, Mark has sprung out into the lead. All right. And uh, has now has two correct answers, while Jim and Joan have uh, won a place. What did you say? Did I miss something hilarious then? I guess I did, Dave. Uh, I was just thinking about the I'm in I'm in the sewer on the score level. <laughs> okay, okay. June seventh actually is when Prince was born. Let me look that up now. Okay, Prince was born. His real name is Prince. Prince Rogers Nelson. He's five foot three. Did you know that? Uh, He's about the same size as our Secretary of Labor, Robert uh, Reich, uh, who's uh, who's a little little tiny guy.
Did you see him? Well, we won't go into that. Yeah, either. He weighs about 50 pounds. Which one are we talking about? Prince or yeah. the secretary? Prince. Prince, five foot three, yeah. Okay, anyway, he's changed his name to an unpronounceable symbol. I think that's so childish. That's it the is. kind of stuff you're doing about the fifth grade to, to impress Anna Flood, who has the desk across from yours. And God, I loved Anna Flood so desperately. I wonder whatever happened to her. Do you realize Anna Flood today, that cute little sweetheart who played violin in the, in the uh, it was the George D. Hamilton School Orchestra in Everett, right next to me. She and I both played the violin. Do you realize that today that little sweetheart would be about 68 years old? <laughs> what, what sort of an unpronounceable symbol did you use to uh, to impress her? A G-clef. <laughs> yeah. And then a rest symbol later on when I wanted to change my name so she wouldn't recognize me. Okay. Uh, okay, Clint Black. Clint Black, whose real name was Kevin White. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, he's uh, anyway. Uh, Boston. No, he's country and western singer from Katy, Texas. His 1989 debut album, Killin' Time, turned out a record five consecutive number one songs on the country and western charts. He married actress Lisa Hartman on October 20th, 1991. Why is it I don't care about any of these people we're talking about? Uh, but that's Clint Blank. When we start with you, uh, uh, Joan, what do you think? Joan said. When did he get, did you, what did you say about him? Uh, let's see. Kill, I, I was trying to think of, oh, he married, the only date I have is the fact that he married actress Lisa Hartman October 20th, 1991. Oh, so, yeah. Uh, yeah, we don't know who well, well, is that you talking, uh, Stacy or Mark? Me, Mark. <laughs> yeah, are, you, are you are you kind of getting briefed by somebody I'm, there? Uh, yeah. <laughs> okay. That's okay. I just was curious. That's uh, nothing. Nothing wrong with that. That's okay. Nothing wrong with that. Okay, Joan. What do you think? Thirty. <laughs> Thirty. Okay. What do you think, Stacy? Oh, I'm gonna say thirty-five. You're giggling, aren't you? That's really Whatever nice. gave you that idea. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> oh, cut it out. Oh. Cut it out. You got to I'm sorry. It's all right. Okay, Irene, uh, tell us through your distorted telephone. <laughs> How old are you? You know the three ages of man? Oh, she's so going to talk a lot, too, oh, no, through the distorted phone. Yeah. Three ages of man. <clears throat> yeah. It's youth, middle age, and you look marvelous. <laughs> oh, that's already wonderful, Lord. Just right. Okay, so how old is Clint Black? Forty. Forty. Okay, Mark, what do you think? And what is the person with you think? Um. <laughs> well, let's see. She's been oh, caught now. Yeah, I know. Who is the we person? Beg. Is that your wife or is just a, uh, some person you're living with illicitly? Do you have kids? My wife. Okay. Uh, we both think 36. So how much, 36? Yes. Okay. Jim? Uh, 34. And uh, Jack? 37. 37. Okay. She, he's actually 33 mm. years old today. So I think we have a couple of winners. 
Well, maybe not a couple. We have, uh, let's see, 34 was Jim. Mark's a winner. No, just, just uh, no, Mark is not a winner. Oh, come on. Mark's at 36. No, no. Actually, uh, Stacy said 35, and she was close. Uh, he was close, rather. Oh, thanks, Norm. No, Jim, uh, Jim said 34. He was just a year off. How about Lisa Icorn? Let me tell you who Lisa Icorn is. She's a forester. So <laughs> <laughs> no, I guess she had to be there. Lisa Icorn. Growing into a mighty oak. She's, she's not even. She's not even. Uh, <laughs> Pardon me. She's a young actress. Yes, yeah, she is. She is an actress. Let me let me just see. I don't. I don't have any sketch on her at all, except uh, except the fact that she is. She is. A, she is an actress. Yes, Lisa Icorn. Yeah, nothing more beyond that, and the fact that she was born February fourth. So, uh, Mark, what do you think? Uh. Let me see. I'd say 27. 27. Okay. And uh, Joan? Mm, let me see. How about 35? Okay. Jim? I can honestly say I've never heard of her. Yeah, I have a feeling you're not alone. I've never heard of her. Uh, I'm going to say 24. Okay, Irene? 26. Stacy? 22. And Jack? Hmm. Can't even do the math on this one. Uh, no, because I don't have any dates or anything to tell you about with Lisa. Hmm. I feel just so bad about that. Oh, oh you so do I. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, there's nothing written about her. Maybe she hasn't done anything. <laughs> could be. Yeah, it could be. Maybe... The most famous unknown actress. Maybe, maybe she's a, a <laughs> tiny little child, and uh, and and yeah, is waiting for a first break. No, she's not in the big book at all. She hasn't. She hasn't made the, the regular book. That that birthday I got uh, was off from the Associated Press wire, but it's not backed up by my swell book called Daily Celebrity Almanac. Anyway, that's what do you? Anyway, Jack, do you have any idea? Uh, ooh, uh, mm, I'll say 19. 19, okay. Actually, for somebody we never heard of, she sure is pushing along. She's 43, actually. Oh, man. Yeah. It's kind of tough to be an unknown at 43. You wonder what kind of a future there is there if you're not known by that age. Oh, I'm laughing while she's probably just uh, right now sitting there looking at a... A bottle of aspirins or something like that. Well, see this. See yeah. this is her big break here. That's right. That's probably maybe the first she, time maybe she, she hacked her way into the AP system, knowing yeah. that that you would be on tonight, and that I would spread make her it. name across thirty-eight states. That's probably it. That's probably the most publicity she's ever gotten. That's true. Anyway, Joan says thirty-five, so that's the. That means Joan and Jim are tied for two apiece as we go to Betty Friedan. Betty Friedan, who's an author, feminist, uh, founder and first president of the National Organization for Women, the women organization known as now. She wrote the bestseller, The Feminine Mystique, in 1963. Mm. <laughs> and the, uh, 
Why do you who? Just the way you were building up that in 1963. You know? Okay, here's another big build up. I, I want to hear another. And the Fountain of Age in 1994. <laughs> okay, uh, that's Betty Friedan. Uh, and uh, let's see, how old? Uh, let's start with, uh, let's see, who we start with? We'll start with you, Irene. What do you think? How old is Betty Friedan and her orchestra? About 64. 64. Okay. 64. 6'4. Mm -hmm. Okay. Uh, let's see. Mark, what do you think? I'd say around 66. Around 66. And Stacy? Um, 60. And Joan? 67. Okay. And uh, Jack? 68. Jack says 68. And Jim says? 61. 61. Okay. Uh, Betty Friedan is actually today is 74 oh, years old. 74 years young, as we say. So that means that uh, Jack comes the closest who said 68. Okay, so Jack is now on the scoreboard. Here's the last one. Let's see if we can break the tie with this. This is uh, another one I don't have any information on, except that it is his birthday, Conrad Bain. Do you know the actor? Oh, sure. Uh -huh. Ken, he's been on a number of television programs through the John years. Maud is the annoying neighbor. That's right. He was on uh, Give Me a Stroke or whatever it was as the annoying... Uh, different strokes. Stepfather. Okay, that's Conrad Bain. Yeah. Okay, Jack, what do you think? How old is he? Conrad Bain is an annoying 72. Do you find him an annoying character? She's sort of, sort of, sort of like the poor man's Don Knotts, if you can believe that. <laughs> yeah, Don Knotts is sort of funny, and Conrad Bain is sort of bland. Yeah, but nervous. I suppose the nervous part does apply to both of them. Yes. Yeah. Uh, Jim Cormier, what do you think? <sighs> well, I'll say sixty-four. Sixty-four. And, Mark, how old do you think Conrad Bain is? Oh, this is a toughie for me. This is a toughie for a lot of people, probably, oh, yeah. I'd say around 70. 70. You know, I've been drinking wine. You know that when we had the two uh, <laughs> chefs like who came in earlier? No, it's not affecting me <laughs> so far as my drunken state. It's making me so sleepy I want to lie down. Wine always affects me that way. I just get so yeah, tired. Yeah, it does make you a little sleepy. Yeah. Either that or it's you guys who are making oh. me tired. I don't know. It may not be the wine at all. I don't know. Uh, it could just be you, Norm. Maybe I'm a bo boring myself. That could be. Uh, Irene, what do you think? I think he's about 70. 70, okay. And like Stacy, that. uh, yeah, that's right. That's what you said, Mark. That's exactly right. Oh. Stacy, what do you think? 68. Okay, you realize this is an important round because we have a three-way a three tie, and it uh, could be broken here on, on this uh, this round. Which, so I'm just so darn excited. Joan, what do you say? 70. 70. Okay, Jack, actually, Jack Hard hit it right on the button. Oh. Mm -hmm. 72. 
72. Hmm. So that means we have a four-way tie now. Oh. So I suppose we should do one more. Yeah, let's do To it. break the time. Maybe I can give you a, an event. Let's see. Let me see. Let me give you an event. And uh, you can tell me the year that it happened, because I don't, I don't see too many other people born on this date, still alive today. It would be fun to guess. <laughs> Although, uh, yeah, I do, I do have one or two other names, but oh come on, throw it in. Would you rather have the names down yeah, instead of the in. event? Oh, okay, we'll we'll do a name. Okay. Eric Leinsdorf. Oh, wow. <laughs> now you'll be thrilled with that. Yeah, maybe an event sounds. He's a he's a a, a classical music conductor uh -huh. from Vienna. He was with the Boston Symphony for about seven years, from 1962 to 1969. And the New York Mets. I know what you're going to say about baseball, but it's the New York Metropolitan Opera. Uh, before that, 57 to 62. And uh, how old would you say Eric Leinsdorf? Is today. If this were WGBH, you'd probably know right off. <laughs> okay, Joan, how old do you think he is? Well, uh, most, uh, most of those conductors are pretty old. That's not a bad start and not a bad bit of reasoning. So, um, mm. and, and again, he, has, he was with the uh, Metropolitan Opera 57 to 62. And, 50, and then uh, 62 to 69 with the Boston Symphony, and I don't know that what he's done in recent years or whether he's still, I don't believe he's still conducting. And of course he played so well because he had those Vienna fingers. He had these Vienna fingers. It's very good. Very ex excellent. How about 80? 80 would be good. Okay. <laughs> Stacy? 82. 82 would be good. Irene? I'm watching a wonderful picture called Sophie's Choice. I think the sound is getting worse. <laughs> I heard you say Sophie's Choice, but that's I lost everything else. Why did you say so? No, don't tell. Don't please. Because it's, a, it's a picture on, on TV. No, I know what Sophie's Choice is, but why did you? I didn't know I'd... You well, it's a wonderful picture. You won't do it. Well, what has that got to do with Eric Leinsdorf? Give us an age, because you're starting to fade out. It's really something. 75. Okay, because you're going under a bridge. Are you talking from under a bridge? Not from under my bridge table. <laughs> <laughs> it's probably a funny joke, but I didn't quite get that either. Anyway, Mark, what do you think? I'd say 76. Okay, Jim? That's the spirit, by the way. 78. See the way you said that's the spirit? Even you have become... <laughs> kind of uh, down, I can tell, yeah. Uh, Jack. Uh, oh, Jack. Yeah. Oh, Jack. <laughs> say, say, have you seen that movie, 2001? It's a great movie. Um, uh, let's see. <laughs> uh, I'll see. Did you pick up this ad libbing from Irene? I, I have a feeling. <laughs> <laughs> the only thing is you have to get very close and talk like this, so we can understand what you're saying. Lady goes away, comes back a year or two later, and I'm excited about her coming back because <laughs> I'm glad she's in good health. And the sound is even worse than before she went away. <laughs> Somebody broke into the house and ruined the phone even more. Uh, let's
let's see. Um, he's going to be... Maybe that's her voice. You know, I never thought of that. <laughs> May not be the phone at all. <laughs> no, I wouldn't listen, uh, Irene, because I couldn't understand what you were saying. I like to love it. I heard love it. I think He's I in good health, but a phony. <laughs> a phony needs a doctor, I think. I think you're missing the point of what we're talking about, Mark. I know. Okay, Jack, what do you think? Let me see. Uh, There's a lot at stake here. Easy. Oh, let's see. This, we're trying to break a tie here. Whew, he's, uh, he's got to be. Flips through his Boston Globe. Uh, 70. Ooh. Three. 73. Okay, actually, he's 83. Whew. So I think we haven't solved anything with that because Stacy had it said 82 and came the closest. But then again. Right, I'm on the board at last. Yeah, you are on the board at last. Oh, and I'm sick of this whole game. Do I have to give another tiebreaker? Yep. You're going to have to. This thing is never going to end, is it? It's the never-ending <laughs> game, Norm. Okay, I tell you what. Rosa Parks, remember the civil rights activist mm -hmm. who became the symbol of the civil rights movement in 1955. Get these dates now to, so you can so move in on her age. By refusing to give her seat on a bus to a white man which triggered the year-long Montgomery, Alabama bus boycott led by Martin Luther King Jr. and re re resulted in desegregation of the bus system. She was a remarkable woman and uh, did really begin that whole, kind of her actions really began that whole the civil rights movement, or at least was the symbol of it, and she was a very strong part of it. Rosa Parks. Okay, let's see if we can guess, uh, guess her age now. And again, the year was 1955, the, when it began when she refused to give her seat up to a white man. Uh, did we begin with you last time, Jack? Uh, no. Okay, we'll try that this time. Oh, then. Okay, how old is Rosa Parks? Rosa Parks. Let's see, that's 40 years ago. Uh, two, two, two. 80. 80. Okay. And uh, Jim? Sixty-eight. Mark? Uh, that's a toughie. Eighty-one. Eighty-one. Irene? Seven. I'm sorry, how much? Six, seven. Six, seven. Okay, Stacy? Seventy-five. Joan? This is, a, this is breathtaking right here because Joan... If she hits her right on the button, could uh, just well, win the whole thing. 80, somebody said 81. So, yeah. Um, let's see. Somebody also said 82. Uh, Stacy just. Said 82. Oh, no, 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 no. That was for the last one. I forget. That was for Eric's lion's door. I'm looking at the wrong column. Mm. Mark said 81. That's right. And Jack said 80. And mm. Jim said 68. And Irene said. Oh, How about 79? 79. Okay. Actually, the answer is 82. Yeah. <laughs> I guess that means Mark, who all said right. 81. <laughs> Mark, Mark walks away with all the marbles. All right. Congratulations, Mark. Thank you very much, dear. No, it, was a, it was a good battle.
and I'm glad you finally got your mom. <laughs> yeah, <back>. yeah. <laughs> do we do we have Mark's address and stuff? I'll get it. Okay, we'll get it now. So hang in there, and uh, Mark, and we'll get your name and address and stuff, and I send you something really junky within the next. Uh, uh, six to eight weeks. If it doesn't come by three months, call your local <laughs> office of the FBI. Call a lot. Irene, thank you very much. It's good. I'm glad. I'm, I hope you're well, and I'm glad to hear you again. I wish you'd get a better phone, though. Yeah. <laughs> but, but it's good. I can before I'm done. No, it's, it's good to talk with you. And uh, Stacy and uh, Joan, thank you very much, both of you from Tewksbury. Oh, or, or Jason, I know Stacy's from Rochester, New Hampshire. Yeah. And Joan is from Tewksbury. Yeah. Nice to talk to you both. And I hope yeah. you'll both stay yeah. warm today and dry. Have a good one. You too. You too. Bye -bye. Take, take care, both of you. And uh, Jack Hart. Mm -hmm. Now, do you work later today, too, during the daytime? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'll be back. Oh, what, time, what time do you start reporting traffic again? Oh, 1 o'clock. Okay, so that ought to be... Maybe you could do it from your home. That would be nice. Or David Brednoy's home. Something like that. So you wouldn't have to, you know, have to travel through the streets of Boston. Come all the way in here. Yeah, it'd be nice if I could just sort of stay at home and do it like from a kitchen table. That would be just a darn nice. But there'll be a lot of people depending on you today because of the uh, bad weather. I suppose we're kind of lucky that uh, we're talking storm on a day off for most people. Uh, well, I suppose most of those people would rather have the day off during the week. You know, you're a wise young person. <laughs> hey, I'll talk to you soon, big guy. Okay. The communication from the astronauts on the moon was clearer than Irene's phone. Thank you to our new subscribers on YouTube and other platforms as well. Support the show by visiting Patreon and unlock some exclusive stuff. For your convenience, the link is below closing the vault and leaving this world a little sillier than we found it. For Chintzy Phones, Linda Chase, Ken's Steakhouse, Shaking a Stick, Anna Flood, and the George D. Hamilton School Orchestra in Everett. Nothing wrong with that. Looking marvelous. Give me a stroke. The Poor Man's Dawn Knots. Drinking Wine and Getting Sleepy. WGBH Old Conductors, The Metropolitan Opera, The BSO, Vienna Fingers, Jim Cormier, Jack Hart, and the man who, though hacking and coughing, was feeling better. Norm Nathan, I'm Tony Nesbitt.